Welcome. It is our family Sunday. It's a super family Sunday. It's different because it's a fifth Sunday and we have, if you didn't see outside, if you came in with your eyes closed for some reason, a lot of fun things planned um, outside today as well as, um, as well as inside too. So Pastor Steve is going to um, give us kind of an overlay of what all is going to be going on this morning just to kind of guide our service time. All right. Thank you, Juliet. Um, as, she, as Juliet said, it's Super Sunday, and um, I've been looking forward to this for months. We have, um, the biggest thing is baby dedication, and we'll talk a lot more about that, what it is and what it isn't, but um, we're also going to have a picnic afterwards, and since it's so hot, some of you may be eating inside. I would be willing to bet that 90% of you does decide to eat inside and we'll have tables in the in the children's area we'll have a couple of long tables here and some long tables back there and we'll just see what happens but you can basically you can eat anywhere I'm going to ask that you look out for your kids so if you're in here and your kids are out there that's not good um, supervise the kids because we want to make sure that they don't get run over in the parking lot amen Okay. Um, but the big thing is kids. Parents, are you okay with your kids being, we're going to stream this. So if you want to let family that's not here know, you can do that. We still got kids coming in. and um, But the picnic is a big deal. We've got a ton of chicken and then a lot of side dishes that people have brought, and not side dishes like Korea, American side dishes, uh, mashed potatoes and all that kind of stuff. So you'll wanna, um, you'll wanna stay. Visitors that haven't been here before, please stay. There's plenty of food. Uh, and there's a lot of activity going on. We'll be playing pickleball down, in there, uh, down there in the southwest corner of the parking lot. We'll have a kickball game going out here. Kickball, anybody? Yeah. Yes, okay. Uh, a kickball game going. We've got cornhole out there. Stay in the shade as much as you possibly can. All right. Um, two announcements that I want to make. Jubilee starts tomorrow. That's our annual celebration where, though we're uh, 10 locations of one single church, on that, that particular Sunday, this year, this one time a year, during that week, we get together as one church, all in one location. And so we're excited about that. There will be a marriage and family conference Thursday morning, uh, Kingdom Finances uh, Friday morning. Uh, after you go to Durant, there's childcare for birth through 11 years old. There will be no services in Chandler this Wednesday. So don't you... Um, there's links online for you to all over the place for you to watch it if you'd like to watch it. They're going to be at five o'clock and a seven thirty or seven o'clock service nightly. Um, the the second announcement is unity in the community. That's August the nineteenth, Saturday. There's no cost. Uh, it's in the mostly shady. Turn me down a little bit. It's in the mostly shady Tillman Park, and. Uh, Victory Life Church will be there with a lot of other churches under the blue canopies and our Victory Life sales 
on, bus, on the north side of the American Legion building. This is going to be an awesome service this morning. We've got family all in here, all at the same time, and uh, I want you to enjoy, all right? Y'all ready to worship? All right. Let's Would you go. stand with us? All right. Jesus, we love you this morning, and we are here to praise you, God, and I thank you for uh, your presence in our lives. I thank you for the truth of who you are and what we get to declare as we sing this morning, God. We love you. Amen and amen. All right, guys. Put your hands together. I was lost with a broken heart. He picked me up, now I'm set apart. From the ash I am born again. Forever safe in your Savior's hands. You are more than my words could say. I'll follow you, Lord, for all my days. Fix my eyes, follow in your ways. Forever free in unending grace. Cause you are, you are, you are my freedom. We lift you higher, we lift you higher. Your love, your love, your love, never ending. Oh, oh, oh. You are alive in us. Nothing can take your place. You are all we need. Your love has To love be the shining light, breaking chains that were holding me. You sent your son down and set me free. Everything of this world will fade. I'm pressing on till I see your face. I believe that you will be done. I won't stop till your kingdom come. Cause you are, you are, you are. You are alive in 
song this morning and um, it is very simple it is declaring God's goodness and um, that is so true beyond what we see beyond what we feel it is just truth of God's nature of who he is the word says that we have a good father that he gives us good gifts he loves us and uh, so I just invite you this morning as we do this just to enter in however you feel comfortable, whether that's in prayer and closing your eyes and joining in the words. Uh, but we're just going to sing of his goodness this morning. God, we love you. We thank you. We thank you for the truth of your goodness. That it doesn't change no matter how our circumstances change. That we can trust in you, God. good in all things perfect well I can trust your promise never seen you turn away you have loved me undeserving I have seen your mercy follow me all my days and it doesn't make sense how your love is so good Call me your friend and I thought I was too far gone. Now I know you're never gonna let me go. And you are good. You can only be good. You can't be anything else. You can't be anything How far I've come. See me from the brink of falling. Mercy shutting doors behind me. Now I see all the good you've done. When it doesn't make sense and the future's unsure, I look at my past and I see you there all along. So I know you're never gonna let
our fault. It's stuff that we do. 9% of the time it is stuff that other people do and we just get in the way of it. The truck runs right through our living room window. And then that small percentage of time, I believe that's just sin in the world. That's a broken world manifesting itself in our life. Uh, And sometimes that's tragic. That's cancer manifesting itself as sin in this world amen the good news is that God is always good and if we're if we're in the middle of what he's doing then we are protected in Jesus name all right y'all be seated we had an awesome summer How many of you believe that 2020 was the year from hell? <laughs> Literally. It, um, it shut so many things down. Uh, people, jo- jobs, you, you couldn't go to the doctor for all kinds of things. And um, it shut down our camp. And so for about two years, because of liability and all kinds of things, and we never knew what was happening. We didn't have camp. but. Last year, we started up camp again, and we were 100% firing on all cylinders again this year at camp, and we sent some kids to camp. Juliet, Juliet is going to, she went to camp too, bless her heart. It was about a million degrees, and just like it is outside today, um, so stay in the shade, stay in the shade. Um, 
she went to camp and was with these kids. And so uh, if you went to camp and you'd like to share... Oh, even if you don't want to share, come join me. Yeah, I'm going to have Brent join you too. If you went to camp. We want to talk to to you You have to come up here. You have to come up here. Or else your chair will electrocute your backside. (laughs) We've, We've programmed... We programmed wow. the chairs this morning to There's do that. strength in numbers. It's not You'll dangerous. Don't around. worry. It's fine. Um, it's fine. I, I, Juliet's going to let me tell you. Hold on. You're at Cody behind you. Cody, come up here. I have this idea, and uh, Claire can tell you that not all of my ideas are actually very good. Okay? So you guys need to know that on the front end. I had this idea. I want to run it by you guys because you went to camp. Yep. Right? Is anyone up here a poser and you did not go to camp? No. Okay, good. Good. They all went to camp. Because that could also electrocute you yep. um, this morning. So, I, I, I've never been to camp. You guys should know that. So, I, I'm wondering, not, not your camp, not the camp you went to. I went to camps a long time ago. But I haven't been to the camp that y'all went to. So, I have this idea. We have all this land around us. And so, I was thinking... If I build a little zip line outside and I get some and I get some snacks, I get snacks, I get snacks, some Cheez Its, gummy bears, maybe no, that's too much sugar. Cheez Its and bananas and a zip line, and we'll save our money and we won't go to camp at Durant. And y'all do camp with me next year. What do you think of that? Why? Okay, so Claire thinks it's a bad idea because she already spends every day with me. Does anybody else tell me why my idea is bad? Why? Better. Oh man, because you get to leave your parents. Okay. But we could make sure that no parents come here. So, is there any other reasons why my idea is bad? Yeah. Carly, what do you think? Carly says she can meet new friends. Yeah. Okay, well, that seems a little bit scriptural. Something about community and That's disciples good. following Jesus together. Okay. Landon? What about the night service? We could do the zip line at night. What's the big deal about the night service? Okay, they're getting deeper into God's love. I did not have that on my agenda. So I can see why my camp would stink. Uh, Landon, what do you think? What were you thinking? So we worship Jesus and stuff at church camp. So if we don't go to church camp, that would just not make sense. Because we'd just be ziplining here and not worshiping Jesus. Okay. Okay. Good. I told you I don't always have good ideas. Is there any other reasons why you think other people should consider going to camp if they haven't been to camp you said you mentioned worship was amazing i assume okay um community new friends mm-hmm. right um i assume that the zip line is pretty cool probably cooler than the one i would build um anybody else have any thoughts things you loved about camp No, I would, I would bring a kiddie pool. I was, I was going to bring a kiddie pool or I was going to see if, is Garrett here? We could 
Garrett, I was going to see if Garrett would bring a here. cattle tank up here. Oh, yeah. He's Robert's got cattle. Too. And I thought, yeah, huh? Definitely. Yeah, your dad has cattle. We could do a couple of different, but we don't need to talk about that anymore. My idea has already been <laughs> proven to be bad. So we love the swimming. The lake is beautiful. What else? What do we get to do in the mornings? What do we, what, how do we start off the morning? Morning devotions with the beautiful lake behind us. So you guys want to go back? Is that what you're telling me? You want to go back? Okay. And you think other kids that haven't been should probably give it a try? Okay. Okay. I guess that's all we needed. There we have it. All right. I'm going to go back and sit down dejected <laughs> because my idea was rejected. But that's okay. All right. You guys did good. You can go sit down. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Never mind. Wait. Listen hold to Juliet on. still. Anybody else have any, anything else they want to share about camp? Cody, what was your favorite part of camp? Eating. What was your favorite part of camp, Landon? Um, making friends. Claire, what was your favorite part? Probably making friends also because it's just really cool to like that they're so far away and you're just making friends and then you don't even know what friends are out there that you didn't get to make if we stayed here. Oh, that's good. Addie, what do you think? What was your favorite part? Worship. That's good. Cami, what do you think? What was your favorite part? Screaming camp songs. Screaming camp songs. We can teach you camp songs after service. Carly, what do you think? What was your favorite part? Swimming. Swimming. So many things. God is good. And, um, and it's not just about that week that we're there. It's about kind of like we're getting ready for Jubilee, too. It's about what can we bring with us to, to empower the house, um, the community of believers together, for them to encourage each other and us for God's goodness and, um, and just what we see him do. So awesome. Now for real, you guys can go sit down. Okay. I'm going to turn it back over to Pastor Steve. I think I just broke my table. Oh. <laughs> there, it's back together. I didn't know I was going to be juggling this morning, so. I'm so glad to see you all. Um, before I forget, I'm the worst pastor ever because I always forget offering. Isn't that the worst pastor ever <laughs> that forgets to ask you for money? Uh, I'm not asking for money. There's opportunity. We do not, we, we invite everyone to take part in God's plan as far as, for, as, far as giving goes. But we um, invite visitors to not give. If, you're, if your tithe belongs to some other church... We don't want it here. Um, offering, that's one thing. But in the last song, we, we bring our gifts and we put them here. Or you can put it on, in the green box on the way out of this room, as well as on the way out of the building. There's a green box that you can put offerings in. Um, if you're visiting, I'd invite you to look under the seat in front of you. There's a blue card called a Connect card. And if you've... Never filled one out, we'd invite you to do that. Um, the focus of today's whole service is 
child dedication. Um, sometimes we call it baby dedication, but and though we're focusing on babies, we've got some extra kids that w- their families wanted to dedicate them to the Lord and dedicate themselves to raising them. Um, I wanted to talk about um, a, a few things about why we do this and all and, and what it is and isn't. We do this in community. Um, some churches will do this at your house. Just go and have a private thing. Or do it in um, a life group or something like that. But we, we like to do it as a whole church community all together. Um, because uh, I, I just think it's better done that way. For one thing, if, you're really, if we're really dedicating ourselves, then it provides that two-way kind of accountability that goes on. Pam and I were talking the other day and uh, thought it was important to share, first of all, uh, four things that child dedication is not. Four things that it's not. The first is that this isn't just a sweet, cute ceremony that we do with new babies, kind of a welcome to the, welcome to the group thing. It is not, the purpose of it isn't just to do something cute. Although it's, I hope it's cute. We got babies. How can it not be cute? Second of all, it is not church membership. We're not adding this child to the role for the purpose of um, membership and then uh, creating this, this idea that there's a, a certain kind of belonging. That's for them to take up later on when they're older and uh, they choose to do that themselves. It is not salvation. Even in the New Testament, when it says that a whole household was baptized, um, that didn't confer salvation on whoever was in that household. That is a personal response that we make to the, to the Lord on our own, doing it completely voluntarily and by choice. And you can't choose that when you are a few months old, like most of these, these babies are. The fourth thing it is not is it, that it's not a guarantee, and this is important, it is not a guarantee that these children will be spared any trouble in their lives. That they'll never have heartache. Or that they'll never rebel against their parents and God. Sorry if some of you were hoping for that. But all that stuff happens. And I believe it happens for most kids, all except for Jesus. I don't think he rebelled against his parents. Secondly, I'd like to share three things that all kids need to know. And this is the part of the purpose of why we're here today is to bring this idea to the surface. These three, th- three things that all kids need to know, and it's our job to show them. Number one, that God loves them unconditionally. Unconditionally. Now, I saw a meme this week about God doesn't love unconditionally, but God is always good and the, the verse that if anybody knows that any verses 
by memory, they know this one. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. God loves us all unconditionally. Scripture says that God loved us while we, were, while we were enemies with him. That everything that we did was counter to his purpose. God loves our kids unconditionally. No matter what. Even more than their parents love them. Because I'll tell you sometimes, it's not easy to like your kids. Furthermore, that there's nothing bad that they can do to make God love them less. And there's nothing good that they can do from a behavior standpoint to make him love them more. I'm going to say that again. That there's nothing bad that they can do to make God love them less. And nothing good that they can do that will make God love them more. That's a surprise to some people, especially those of us who grew up in, in groups that taught us that, well, no, for me, it was no drinking, no dancing. I say that all the time, um, that as long as I didn't drink, as long as I didn't dance, God was going to love me more. That's not true. There's nothing we can do to make him love us less, nothing we can do to make him love us more. Secondly, kids need to know that God has created them exactly how he needs them. He's created them exactly how he needs them to be in order for them to fulfill his plan and purpose for the world. That he's made them like he wants them, like he needs them. Thirdly, that Jesus died for them And that they will get to choose for themselves to have a relationship with them. They don't inherit it from parents or grandparents or by just being immersed in religious activity for a really long time. I think that a lot of parents hope that that might be the case. I I had a drug problem when I was a kid. Uh, I got drugged to church every single time the doors were open. Uh, Every single time. When nobody else was there, I was there at church. Uh, And I think that that my parents thought that if I was just doing church stuff for a long, long time, that that would all be good. Those are some fundamental things that we need to know. I... um, I want to encourage y'all, and Brittany, I love to hear that baby. Uh, if, y'all, if you are ever visiting here, I love to hear babies, and it does not bother me, and I'm ADD. I don't know why, if a squirrel runs by, you'll see how that works, but babies do not ever bother me, and um, I want to encourage you because they represent something awesome for the church. What we do this de- today will not in, it, in and of itself be the thing that equips them to make that decision. Nothing we do right now in this moment will equip those kids to make that decision. To follow Jesus. It'll take Jesus being modeled as a priority day in and day out by the community by which they're surrounded.
If they are to make a decision to follow Jesus and have a personal relationship with him, it will take Jesus being modeled as a priority day in and day out by the community by which they're surrounded. Whatever that community is. That's why it's careful to choose what community you be a part of. That even if it, whether it's sports or scouting or dance, you need to have them involved in those kind of communities with Christian people that recognize that the importance of having a relationship with God, even in the middle of dance class or karate or jujitsu or whatever. And we know that for the most part, we hope that church is a place where that's modeled. The priority of Jesus is modeled. As a family, we have to do whatever it takes to communicate that Jesus is a priority in our life. As evidenced by committing our resources. Our resources, that's time, talents, and treasures. You've, you've given some of your time even just today. You've seen some, some of people's talents being shared this morning. There are also talents that are being shared that you don't see. And treasures, you don't see that either. But behind the scenes, there's giving, literally money being given that has helped people pay bills this week. We built a house last year. We built a tiny house for a family that lost their house in a fire. Uh, Our church did as a result of your giving. We've sent the message um, of the gospel around the world as a result of shared treasures. But when our kids know that and they see what a priority it is for us to share our time, our talents, and our treasures in the family of God, I believe that communicates that Jesus is a priority in our life. It looks like regular participation in church through worship, community, and service that we talked about as the ecosystem of maturity a few weeks ago. That... In order for us to have a well-rounded spiritual life, then we have to be involved in worship, which is what we've done here today. Being at church on a Sunday is is a part of having a a balanced spiritual life. But also being uh, involved in a community. More than just showing up for an hour on Sunday, but being involved with community of believers that are praying for each other and supporting each other. And when you have a need, if, you, if you're moving across town, that community comes and helps you do it. They help you. We, we just help each other do life. Regular participation in church through worship, community, and service is where they learn that that's an, what's important in life. That's where... Every one of you sitting in a seat this morning, come in and, and achieve what the true purpose of this celebration is. And I just want to challenge you this morning. Do you realize what a unique opportunity we have in recognizing so many members of the next generation, especially these babies that have just been born in the last few months?
I'm so excited because there are, there are groups larger than ours who don't have near the representation of new members, if you will, in, in the body and get to share this kind of a celebration. I, I want to bring to mind a few scriptures this morning. God's word and what it says about children. That in some religions, children aren't very important. They are third or fourth class citizens. And Proverbs 17 has what I believe is the most important verse of all regarding children. And some of you that are just a little, that you graduated high school a little bit longer ago than others are going to agree with me. Proverbs 17, 6 says that grandchildren are a crown to the aged and parents are the pride of children. Grandparents are a crown to the ages and parents are a pride of children. Grandparents, can you say amen? All right. From the book of Psalms, the 127th Psalm, verse 3 says, Sons are a heritage from the Lord, children a reward from Him. Hebrew parallelism said the same thing once and then a second time, but it's the same thing. So children are a heritage from the Lord. They're a reward from Him. Parents, I'm not sure that all of you would agree with that right now. Um, especially if you've got younger ones that are keeping you up at night still. But kids are awesome. That's what, that's what Psalm 127 says. They're a heritage. They're a reward. Deuteronomy 6, verse 4 through 7. That's when the children of Israel are preparing to go into their promised land after 40 years in the desert. And God gave them some advice that I think is fresh and just as relevant for us today as it was 3,000 years ago. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your strength. We need to demonstrate that parents, grandparents, Family of God. We need to demonstrate that to our children. That the Lord our God is one. And we must love him with all our heart. With all our soul. and With all our strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. He said, impress them on your children. That was his, that's this last advice that Moses gives before they go into the promised land. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. That's pretty much describing all the time. Talk about them. Share them with your children. Jeremiah 29, 11 has the greatest promise for kids ever. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. I teach this at least once a year. Ephesians chapter 5 usually starts with verse 22 that says, Wives, submit to your husbands. Can I get an amen? 
The verse right before that, verse 21 says, Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. I submit to you, and I've, done, I've shown it many times before, most of you know, that that verse applies to the, ne- the rest of chapter 5 and the beginning of chapter 6. Three relationships that represent all, relation- all relationships, at least within the family of God. That instead of being a line of submission, where whoever's on top is the boss of everybody underneath them. So the husband's the boss of the wife, and the wife's the boss of the kid, and the kid's the boss of the dog, and the dog's the boss of the cat, and the cat's the boss of the mouse, and so on down the line. That's the linear model of submission that I was taught growing up. It is a circle. It is not a line. Submit to one another applies to the husband and wife relationship, to an employer-employee relationship in chapter 6, and also in the beginning of chapter 6, the parent and the child relationship. Chapter 6, verse 1 of Ephesians, the book that Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus, says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And that fits in the line of the linear model of submission. Children, obey your parents, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with the promise. And that's true. We've just studied on Wednesday nights the Ten Commandments. And it's the, it's the only commandment that has a promise for, that will live long and prosper. And I don't think it has anything to do with Star Trek, but I'm just going to throw that out there for the heck of it. The first commandment with the promise that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy a long life on the earth. The other side of the circle of submission is from parents. That says parents don't exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Don't exasperate. says don't, don't push them towards rebellion. And I've seen that as a counselor working with families. I've seen how, how many times the parent goes, Man, if I can just get them to 18 without being pregnant. That that's their goal in life. And then at 18, okay, it's all good now. Our job is more than that as parents. It's to bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. And teach them how to parent themselves. Lastly, two scriptures. From Psalm chapter 8. This was a song that David wrote to be sung. And in that psalm, he says, Out of the mouths of babes and nursing infants, that's little ones, out of the mouths of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. That's the New King James Version. And it's not as clear, so I want to share the New Living Translation. It says, you've taught children and infants to tell or to sing of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. That's Psalm chapter 8. Hebrew children grew up learning a lot of Old Testament scripture. They learned the first five books of the Old Testament that we have. They learned Psalms and they learned Isaiah and some of the other prophets 
So this, these verses were well known. So when Jesus, after his triumphal entry, days before his crucifixion, some of the religious leaders are really upset because the people are praising Jesus. Hail, son of David, Hosanna in the highest. And some of the religious leaders are, are kind of upset. And they say, do you hear the things they're saying? Why don't you stop them? And Jesus quotes Psalm 8. And he quotes, it says in Matthew chapter 21, Then the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying out in the temple saying, and this was children, Hosanna to the son of David. They were indignant and said to him, Do you hear what these guys are saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read out of the mouths of babes and nursing infants? You have perfected praise. You have perfected praise. When I just read... Psalm 8, it says, You have ordained strength. And Jesus quote, quoted it as, You have perfected praise. Did Jesus misquote it? No. Jesus knew it well, but he put a little spin on it, as a preacher might do sometimes, with a proper exegetical technique writing the commentary that we should all use. He said, out of the mouths of babes and nursing infants, you have perfected praise. And if you ever see these kids singing, and you're going to see some of them singing in just a few minutes, you'll see what he means. You'll see what Jesus means. This is the living Jesus version interpretation of Psalm 8. Not only are we responsible for teaching kids, but there's also a circular relationship that there are things that they can teach us. They can help us help us recapture how awesome it was when we were saved and when we recognized that Jesus died on a cross for us, in them we get to see that fresh view of that and we can be re-energized. We can see what it is to what real praise is in the lives of these kids that are coming up among us. At this time, I'm going to ask parents, and their kids and extended family that would like to come up here and, and with us together and bless these kids. The life that they're going to have, the life that they're going to have is being a part of this fellowship and this community, of this community of believers as well as a part of this community of Chandler. So if you're grandparents, if you're whoever, I'm just going to invite you to come down right now.
It is a tradition here at Victory Life Chandler to give Bibles. We think the Word of God is pretty important. And we, uh, we don't give one of those little blue or pink Bibles that some of you got when you were children. We like to give a Bible that will be useful. So y'all can go and come on. Aaron, come on here to the center. Harley, y'all come on. Move over this way a little bit more. All right. We, we want to give a, a kid Bible that they can use growing up. And so for these babies, we're giving a, we're giving a children's Bible that has all the stories in it, biblically represented uh, in, a, in a book that they can enjoy. We're get, there's, a, there's a handful of older kids who've never got to be a part of this and, and their families wanted them to be a part. And so we're going to dedicate ourselves to raising them up the same way that we are for these babies. These babies that have been, just been born in the last few months. Because we're excited about all of them. One of the families is Harley and Ariana, Adriana Douglas and their little one, Alana Hope. And then her older sisters are Mila, Nicole, and Olivia Rose. And we're excited to have them be a part of our fellowship. Pam's going to help pass those thing, those Bibles out. Andrew and Brooke Pitkin. I'm not going to say anything about the baby factory that's standing right here by me. But um, they have a bunch of kids and we love them and they're, they're awesome. Andrew and Brooke Pitkin bring Cora Faye this morning. When was she born? February. January, January 31st. I said February. I, I thought that I didn't know January had 31 days. Um, it was close to February. Her name is Cora, Cora Faye. Then we got Darren and Jennifer down here. Darren and Jennifer Lewis. They're bringing Carson Michael. They're baby and Cody who we saw that went to camp Aaron and Novalee there they are they, they <laughs> snuck up on me um, Aaron and Novalee have been a part of Victory Life Chandler for um, a couple of years and we're excited for, for them to be part of this community. And when was Marley born? May 27th. May 27th. I didn't, I, I thought it was further back too. Um, Marley Marie is their newborn baby, just born a couple of months ago. And then Cole and Abby. Cole and Abby's new little baby is Jet Avery, Jet Avery Miller, and he has two pretty little sisters too, and they've been here a while. We're excited to have these families, and last, 
um, but not least, is Brittany Venard, who has been a part of our fellowship for several years, and we're excited. She's bringing Stella this morning, Stella Gale Sue Hill, um, and we're going to ask these families to make a commitment this morning, and I'm going to read it to you, and then I'm going to have you respond at the end with I do alright so this is for all of you families and these children are Alana Mila and Olivia the Douglas family Cora Faye from the Pitkins family Michael and his brother Cody Wayne I Carson Michael and his brother Cody, the Lewises, right here. Then Aaron and Novali with Marley Marie, and Cole and Abby Miller with Jet Avery. Jet has his grandparents here too with us, and uncles and other people involved. Pardon? And Marla, oh, yeah, that family overlaps. That's right. I'm going to ask you, as I read these words, that you commit them in your heart to the Lord. All right? Recognizing that spiritual formation is your responsibility. And your children will be formed around what your behavior and actions indicate is important. Do you hereby commit to showing them by those same actions that Jesus is the center of life and the source of all that is good? Do you vow that by God's help? And in partnership with the church, do you vow to raise them up in the truth of God's word and to encourage them with your all to one day trust Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. If you accept this responsibility, say, I do. Amen. Now I'm going to ask the church, because that's one of the reasons why you're here, to make a similar kind of a commitment. And then we're going to, as, as Jen plays, I'm, I'm going to pray for these families. And I'm going to ask that you would join me and agree with the prayer. All right? So first of all, church, as a part of the community that surrounds these children, do you commit yourselves individually as well as corporately to lifting their families in prayer and encouragement and demonstration of the empowering presence of God in your own lives Do you vow to be in community with their parents to be the body of Christ in support and encouragement to these children as they grow into that same body and become a part of the family of God by trusting Jesus as Savior? If you do accept this responsibility, say, we do. We do. Amen. I'm going to ask you to join me as as I pray for these families, all right?
bow with me if you will. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for each of these children. We're thankful for the opportunity that their parents give us to be in partnership with them. Father, we're thankful for the opportunity that we have to be around these kids as they grow up. And I pray that by the power of your Holy Spirit, that you will bless us. Parents, church family, bless us as we lift them up in the Lord and encourage parents and children all to become a part of the family of God. A part of this family that we hold so dear. Each of them, every one of them, we've lost one, Baylor. Oh, there he is. Every single one of them, how important they are to this fellowship. Each child, each parent. Am I going to get to touch Baylor? We love you. Every kid, every family, every child part of our own family, the family of God. Father, bless us by your spirit. To be mindful of the words that we speak day in, day out. Not in the four walls of this building, but also at Walmart. At at the boomerang out in the deer woods on the baseball fields Father that wherever we are that we will represent Jesus as the body of Christ in this community and before these children let us be mindful of the impact that our words and our actions have on these kids Once again, bless their families as they raise them up in the Lord. It's in your name we pray all these things. Amen. And amen. Amen. God bless you. Y'all can return to your seats. I'm going to encourage our church to meet these kids. And as the worship team comes forward, we're going to sing one last song. I don't know if Juliet has already if Juliet has already um, invited the kids. Have you? You're invited, not just invited, but please join me up here. We have made this kind of a tradition Blair, with our family Sunday Mila, of Olivia, um, kids being able to join us up here for worship, and you are just welcome because. Um, We just want to gather together and worship together from the youngest to the oldest. And so I love having their help up here. Y'all are welcome to join. All right. So let's just sing. This song is about um, just building our life upon Jesus. Would you stand with us as we close with this? Jesus is worthy. He's who we sing to.
that we just sang there's a, there is only one firm foundation there's not any other foundations to build your life on amen and he is worthy of your trust and your children's spiritual development and formation is your responsibility and if you want your children to choose Jesus you have to also choose Jesus because the, your children will be formed. They'll be formed by whoever and whatever they spend the most time doing. So if Jesus is what you want, who you want for them, that's got to be priority. Steve already said it, but it, it has to be. And this, this whole day, this baby dedication, for some reason, has just weighed heavily on me. Because not just because of how many we've had, but because God is God has got to raise up a generation of children of people who will become adults who love Jesus more than they love anything else. Amen. Amen. It's heavy on Pam's heart because it's more important now than ever. Twenty-five years ago. Your kid could act, might accidentally become a Christian. It's not going to happen anymore. Because there is a culture that wants the exact opposite for them. And so that's why it's important. That's why a day like today is so important. Important enough that we dedicate the entire service to it. Really all day today is dedicated to 
raising those children up in the Lord. Do not leave. We have so we have plenty of food. Plenty of food. Do not leave. If you didn't bring something, it does not matter. There is food to eat. Do not leave. I won't make you eat outside. There will be tables up here and tables in the back and tables in the um, the children's church area where they normally check in. Um, within just a few minutes after the service, you'll enter the kitchen area because we're family, right? It's okay to be served in the kitchen. It's going to be buffet style. And we're just going to let y'all come on in the kitchen and get a plate of food. You'll pick up a, go, turn left immediately and start the line right there and then circle around and then come out through the, through the children's area. Otherwise, we'll get bottlenecked at the door and we don't want that because I'm hungry. And we um, there'll be desserts there at the end and then there's stuff to drink everywhere. Please drink. And if, if you go outside and I invite you to do that, I'm going to go put my shorts on right now and take this shirt off and put my t-shirt on. Amen? Thank you. Um, and uh, we want you to be a part of that. I'm going to ask a blessing on, uh, on the rest of the day. If your kids are outside, a parent needs to be somewhere out there looking what kind of keeping an eye on them make sure the kids stay in the grass areas there's a bounce house there's the play the play fenced in play area we're gonna play kickball there's water gonna be different places um the ring hook under the shade on the front of the building uh bocce ball cornhole pickleball y'all enjoy all right Let me ask a blessing on us. Father, bless our fellowship. Bless the time that we spend together as the family of God with each other and meeting some of these new babies that we haven't got to see before. Uh, Enjoying time with each other. Bless the food to nourish us, not just for another day of life, but that we can serve you. Nourish us, nourish these bodies for your service. And bless the rest of the day that we have fun together as the family of God. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.